Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome back to Business Builder uh, for QuintyBiz.com. I'm your host, Ron Davies. I've had a lot of questions um, around the branding question from an earlier uh, podcast that we did on the basics of branding. There seems to be a tremendous amount of confusion around what a brand is. So I'd I'd like to just do a quick podcast today. Uh, This is something that will be actionable by you immediately in your business. Um, If you like the podcast, please remember to share it and to click like. We're here to help you and to help your friends that are also in business. So branding has a few different elements. Um, Sometimes, uh, including this morning, I was at my lawyer's office uh, picking up my corporate minutes and I noticed that there was a digital marketing company just down the hall. This is in Belleville that does branding. So I poked my head in and talked to them for a little while. And what they talked to me about in a branding conversation was a logo. Um, A logo is not branding. A logo is a part of branding, but branding is not a logo. I can understand why there's confusion. Um, The Chamber of Commerce, when I ask them about branding, uh, they will point me in a little bit better direction. But what I want to do today is help define how to use a brand and what it is just to get this cleared away it's really important and if you get your brand right um, competition falls away much more easily so since we've already mentioned logo let's go back to the beginning let's talk about what the logo is the logo is part of the look of your brand okay so think about the mcdonald's golden arches or the blue ford oval uh, the dodge ram ram's horns Those are logos. Uh, They really can't imply what experience you're going to have with that company unless the company has an existing well-known brand. So when you're starting out or when you're a smaller mom and pop business or a local business, the only part of the brand people can identify with initially before they have an experience with you and your business might be your logo. So you want to have a great logo. It shouldn't be busy. It shouldn't be too colorful. Uh, stick to less than three colors, two is better. Uh, again, think about the McDonald's arches or the Ford logo or the Chevrolet bow tie, these kinds of things, or Apple. Um, it should be very simple. And it's probably not something you should design yourself. There are a lot of online logo makers. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan. Um, I like to not be a solopreneur because a solopreneur means it's one guy that's probably going to fail. Uh, That's the reality in my experience in many years of business coaching anyway. So why not leverage other people's talent? I'm not an artist. Maybe you're a graphic artist and you're great at this. But in my experience, I would go to people to get it done. If you get it done in town, it's probably going to cost you a couple of hundred bucks. 
Um, just make sure that the person you went to didn't just go to an online logo maker. <laughs> you know, make sure that uh, you see artwork that they've done. Another place you can have them done is a website. It's in a gig marketplace, it's called, and it's Fiverr.com. That's spelled F-I-V-E-R-R.com. It's a place where you can go and get all kinds of things for your business done for $5 or more. Typically, logos there are 20 or 25 bucks. In town, like I say, it's at least a couple of hundred bucks. So that's the logo part. Um, your brand message is probably the most important part. Uh, the brand message conveys something to people that are experiencing your company, your business, your brand. Uh, think about, um, okay, let's think about you remember the Ford ad, they used to say uh, Ford, where quality is job one. That's a brand message. That tells us that Ford is what was concerned with quality. Quality was what was important to them. But your brand message is something that you want to communicate. If you're a bakery, um, that's a different message. And it should be something that every employee is aware of and thinks about and conveys to the customer as well. How you integrate that into your business, how you integrate the brand into your business goes into every part of it. So it's if you have a, a tire service center, it's how you answer your phone. It's the experience people have when they come to your shop. It's what your staff wear on their sales calls or in the front office. Uh, it's in your email signature. Um, in my case, because I've done a lot of public speaking, the color palette of my presentation matches the color palette of the suit and shirt and tie that I wear, which matches the color palette of the printed material that I would distribute. Um, that's just the color part. The message is important as well. Um, I don't sell speaking engagements. I don't sell coaching. I don't sell any of those things. What I sell is a specific result because the business that I'm in is very result-oriented. So my job here uh, in Business Builder is to get you some kind of a result that benefits your business. So those are part of how I'm branded. Um, you can look around at well-known brands and get some ideas, but it needs to be fully integrated into everything you do. Uh, probably the next step, once you've figured integrating your brand, is creating the voice for your company that reflects that. So what's your voice? Are you a florist? So you have a very, say, casual, um, friendly atmosphere that's you know helping people choose flowers? Or are you a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant and you want to have a more formal voice? Um, you should get the idea from that. Um, I had an experience going to a motorcycle shop. I was shopping for a new motorbike a few years back. And when I went in the shop, um, nobody approached me and offered help. Nobody acknowledged my presence. And I was in there for over 20 minutes until I finally went to the parts counter and found somebody. And it was a kid who was completely uninterested in talking to me because he was eating his submarine sandwich on the, the parts and service desk. An incredibly bad branding experience. It was so bad that I used my phone to look up the owner and call them and say, you know what, your, your shop is a bit of a joke. Um, I ended up uh, getting hired by them to do some coaching for them. They really, really needed it. Uh, I, I'm not one of those people that likes people 
that like salespeople to swarm on me when I enter a furniture store or in this case a motorcycle store. But I do like to know that there's somebody I can talk to who said, hey, how are you? Uh, my name's Bob. If there's anything I can help you with, I'll be right over there. That kind of thing is really important. Sometimes that's the only thing that separates you from your competitor. Maybe you hand the person a bottle, uh, bottled water or offer them coffee from a machine. And every shop should have free coffee for customers that come in or free water. Or you can you know, think of what matches your clientele that come in. Uh, coffee or water or tea is a pretty good bet 95% of the time. And offer them that and offer your service and then just tell them I'll be over there off to the right. I have ended up buying, um, you know, what, what's a five-figure product from a salesperson simply because they greeted me well. When I go to BMW, I get treated like a king. They offer me um, a cappuccino or a coffee or an espresso. They offer you these fancy sort of thing of cookies. Uh, they give you a place to sit down that's very comfortable. They offer their help. Is there anything we can help you with your existing car? It's very high touch, and I get it. Yes, it's a BMW dealership, so they have a little more room in their in their budget probably for things like that. But what I'm trying to convey to you is what is the experience? Uh, what is the voice? How do people feel when they come into your shop? Don't treat them like I was treated at that motorcycle shop where I was basically abandoned and ignored. I didn't buy there. I bought at another shop. So make sure that your voice uh, reflects what you want in your brand. We talked a little bit about a tagline. Um, it should be something that's variable, meaning, very meaningful, a, a specific statement that captures the essence of your brand. You know, if you're a construction company, uh, I guess one of the challenges with construction companies for customers is that the construction companies never call back. People call them for a quote or an estimate or to come out and look at what they want to have done and they never get called back. So if you had you know, the contractors that care or the construction company that calls back. Just a simple tagline like that um, is, is very important. Um, we talked about templates, design templates and standards for your marketing materials. So if you've already determined your logo and your color palette, the color palette is the inside of your office or the inside of your retail store, all of those things should show up similarly in your marketing materials, whether it's a brochure or it's your email signature, which is a big marketing instrument, by the way, um, whether it's your website or printed matter, a newsletter, these things should be consistent. They don't need to be fancy. They just need to always be the same. Again, I would liken it to McDonald's. You know the experience is there. You know the food isn't great, but you know what to expect because it's a consistent um, consistent experience. You can go into any McDonald's and you know what the menu is going to be like you know what the design, the colors and shapes are. In fact, one of the most recognized signs in the world is that big golden arch from the highway. Um, probably one of the most important things is to be true to your brand. If you are that construction company that says, we're the construction company that returns your call, and you don't return calls, you've, called, you've caused brand blurring. You've broken your brand. You've broken your brand promise. You're not delivering and you're really getting yourself into trouble. So if you're going to make a promise, whatever that brand promise is, um, you need to be true to it. And I'm gonna mention consistency once more. Um, all of the things we've discussed here are important parts of your brand. Be consistent, don't take a shortcut somewhere, 
and leave your logo out or use a different color palette because it's easier. Uh, it's worth the extra effort. This is a big differentiator. If you just do what we've covered here, a good job of it, um, that will differentiate you from your competitors pretty much immediately. Look around and look at think about the places and the brands that you see as professional and well done. That's what you want to do. You don't have to invent the wheel here. Um, success leaves clues. All you have to do is copy or model successful branding and you'll be well on your way. If you have any questions about this, uh, you can go to Quinty Biz, uh, QuintyBiz.com and hit the contact button and reach out to us and we'd be happy to help you. Uh, that's it for today on our deep dive into branding. Uh, for Quinty Biz, this is Business Builders. I'm Ron Davies, your host, and uh, I hope you have just a wonderful day. Thank you very much. That's it for this episode of the Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.